0: Hey guys, it's me, Dr. Fez, and welcome back to another episode of MedShield Movement Connect show. As always, we bring you guys phenomenal guests, and today we've done that again. Now, if I were to say all her accolades, I'd be here all day, so I'm just going to sum it up an award winning thespian, an award winning entrepreneur, and the founder of She Speaks by Lady Nam. I'm speaking about Nam Beta Ben mazwi Get ready to know what you don't know about being body brilliant. This is the MedShield Movement Connect show, where we connect the dots between fitness, health, wellness, nutrition and of course you. Hosted by me, Dr. Fezim Kize, and a special guest that we have every month, sharing knowledge, insights and groundbreaking tips on how to get fitter, be stronger and live healthier. Turn up the volume and listen close. Today you amplify, it's the MedShield Movement Connect show, let's go. Ambita, thank you so much for sitting down with me. I mean, after listing all your accolades, I know you're a very busy woman. Thank you so much for being with us.
1: Yo, you make me sound like I'm Viola Davis. I'm a very busy woman, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, listen,
0: I can see that
1: happening. Yeah, thank you. Um,
0: but I feel as you are on the MedShield Movement Connect show, you are one of the MedShield kind of movement or MedShield family. Yes. Um, how's your experience been with us?
1: Sure, guys. First of all, I think... I think when you have medical aid since like a child and then you become an adult and then you have to adult and actually make important decisions like get life cover (laughs) and so forth. So I always took it for granted, Mm. right? Because you have the, you're spoiled. You know that you've got, you know, your doctor, your gynae, your this. And, you know, as a child transcending to adulthood, you know that, okay, that's always covered until you really have a big life phenomenon I mean, <laughs> i'm and you gonna be you dramatic about those, right? and you can never time it and and then you realize sure i'm so glad i actually have been diligent and chose this i'm, I'm part of the Medi Plus plan and chose this plan and for situations like this you know um and for me it really sunk in where i was so grateful for having medical aid first and foremost and as an artist and as a businesswoman, and just being between those two worlds I see with a lot of artists they do not have medical aid and it's very concerning because you get injured on set I've been injured on set twice and you don't get covered Mm -hmm. you know and I've had a concussion on set so that was on me after a while you know and um, recently last year May I was diagnosed with endometriosis right Mm -hmm. and that was quite an emotional roller coaster for me because it was back and forth between the gynae being passed to a different surgeon thinking it might be an appendix doing the scan I mean no one knew what was going on with me and then I was told we have to prepare for emergency surgery you have two days because I had to do a COVID test and then it's just like wait what you know um and seeing how my medical aid prepared me for that and you know i was just like thank god because it was you know i had two days imagine if i didn't have medical aid what would that mean you know and the procedures that were done and you know having my medical aid approve everything in just two days preparing for me um for emergency surgery was very impressive so i was so happy about that because I was in so much pain. And if they didn't approve things and, you know, work swiftly with my with my gyne- gynecologist, I could have been waiting in pain for a while because a you need that time. green and light. I th- and I think...
0: For everybody at home, endometriosis is just such a debilitating disease mm. um, because of the fact that the tissue that's usually within the actual womb mm. is now in other places. And a lot of the times you have to do a number of investigations yeah. to even figure that out. And then to need an emergency one is something that was uh, very stressful yeah, for most people. It was,
1: it, it was bad. I mean, there was a point where I couldn't walk. It got... The pain was just excruciating and it's my, my, my one really affects me in an incredibly um, difficult manner. So, you know, my gynae was just like, yo, we need to operate on you now because, you know, um, and, and thank God it happened. And obviously we found out and confirmed what it is. But for me, it's also just the mere fact that I I had the support, you know. Mm. I also, you know, can go to therapy with my medical aid and so forth. And there were just so many options. Um, And even just, you know, my treatment now, which is on chronic, you know. um, My medical aid, you know, uh, actually allows me to have a chronic, you know, side to everything and and so forth. Instead of it going on to my day-to-day. So... I uh, after that procedure I was just like Whoa, can we talk about Amen. medical aid Amen. and I just want to preach this <laughs> gospel to other artists to other young people because young people don't take these things seriously and it's
0: it's those little things that seem small at the time mm. that can be catastrophic um, in, in instances like that and In my mind, I always think you're a very busy woman. I mean, from the digital marketing, from the acting. Before we
1: go further, I actually just realized it's Endometriosis Awareness Month in March. Oh, wow. Which is actually quite, this is, you know, uh, this is God. This is what we do here. (laughs) This is what we do here Just pretend like you knew and you did it. This is why
0: we actually had it. Uh, It's for the month of March. Uh, this is specifically why we had her on Mm. not because she's doing amazing work and she has so many movies out and she's so hot and she's so relevant (laughs) it's because it's endometriosis awareness month absolutely Um, I like that moment of silence thank you for that save actually I didn't even know that Um, but I do feel like in my head, it's just always such an interesting thing working within the media space Mm. and you are almost like this hybrid of academia and kind of media in a way where you're creative, you're able Mm. to express yourself, but you also have kind of that formal education, business science um, and getting an honors degree there. You also run your own businesses. Do you think that's why you're so kind of meticulous when it came to getting the medical aid or was just something that you oh think has been embedded in you from the parents?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, you know, I'm very strategic. Yeah. I'm a strategist. I worked as a strategist. So everything is, is so well planned out. It is so well thought out. And I always like to say to people, I have a right and a left brain and they're con- constantly in conflict you know one is saying does this make business sense is this logical um i do an acid taste ratio on everything even in relationships like i'm not okay sometimes you know and then there's the artist in me was just like oh just go with it does it feel (laughs) right stay true to yourself in the moment so it's it's exactly you know um so it's absolutely hilarious but this is definitely a big part of why, you know, because I'm a business scientist and because I treat myself as a business, I draft strategies for myself. Every single role that I choose or I say no to is actually part of my plan, you know. Um, I do I, I I do quarterly reviews, you know. I go back and I'm like, okay, I give myself targets. I'm like, okay, this is the phase now where, because I've got, you know, presented as yeah. well. So I was like, okay, we're now going to leave the presenting and we're going to focus on establishing ourselves as a thespian. We're going to build an international real I reel. love that you call this it is a is the thespian. Face. Absolutely. It's not just a, name. a thespian. That's the one. So everything has a time and a place, even with my media company. Now this year, I've, I formalized an open and investments company because mm-hmm. I um, I have a passion in, in investing in properties. So everything has a time and a place. And medical aid, I mean, that for me is a no-brainer. Sure. And um, it's actually something that with my Women's Empowerment Movement, She Speaks by Lady Nam, the last tour that I had I started this business of the arts workshop and before COVID hit. And the last one was amazing. It was in PE. It was an amazing workshop. It was sold out. And that really was to help other um, up-and-coming artists who are in the media Mm -hmm. who want to learn and grow in it, but also to equip them with a business side of things and to start treating themselves as as businesses and having that mindset um and knowing how to personally brand themselves having medical aid you know um and being strategic thinkers so that's something that i'm hoping to leave a legacy in with artists and and help and it starts you know charity begins at home it happens it starts on set it starts in you know my continues in a platform that i have so medical aid is so crucial so yeah
0: uh, and i i mean i have to just say listening to you i'm almost trying to absorb everything i always do with any guest that we have but i find that the way you approach the, the industry and, and kind of your more academic kind of side is something that I feel I should emulate in my life as well. And on the show, we always are trying to connect dots. People at home sitting, listening, how is it I can do both? They seem almost uh, in opposition. They mm. seem like if you're too rigid, you take away from the creativity. Mm. What are the pillars you use? One, to be able to be holistic, so holistically well. Because you even said you're able to admit when things aren't going great and you kind of check yourself back and you go back and you go, okay, how's this going? Quarterly check back. So what are those kind of pillars that you have that allow you to excel in both these industries?
1: Sure. I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> it looks like you're doing well figuring it out. Still, I feel like it, you know what? Um, when I left corporate, I still remember having a very honest conversation with myself. Mm. I was it was a late night in the office and I was just like, Is this really how I'm gonna change the world? I'm not really fulfilled behind this desk. I mean, it was a great job. I was living in Camps Bay. I was, I, I mean, was, life, good. Life can't be that oh, bad if you in okay. Camps, Camps Bay. <laughs> I, I feel sick. like a lot
0: of people wouldn't look around and be like,
1: No, but, 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 um, Fez, if you are in the office every single day, right? Until late, late at night and then waking up on a Saturday at 7 a.m., still going into the office and when you're having, you know, um, off time with your friends or this you're still um, prospecting for clients You, you like it, it just took over and for me because I grew up in the arts I was in theater um, I toured my uncles Winston Jonas so I grew up Whoa. infiltrated in that Whoa. with him John Gani, and Fugard so that's a big part of me is that I always treated it as a hobby mm-hmm. and as soon as I got into corporate and that life took over there was something missing it was no longer I didn't wasn't doing the radio show I wasn't hosting anymore on the side I literally felt so unfulfilled and empty and I needed to be like no this is not my purpose what is it I I I loved what I did I enjoyed it I was great at it but something was missing and I was no longer fulfilled so I made a decision to say no I'm going to stay true to myself no matter what Um, I booked a ticket to New York for two weeks. I ended wow. up not getting on the plane back. And that's really where I figured who I was. And that journey truly cemented, you know, where I am now. I've been figuring it out. I've mm-hmm. always known that I want to grow a media empire. And I want this to these two sides of me to somehow amalgamate and make sense. Sure. I just didn't know how. But the one thing I told myself is I'm going to stay true to myself no matter what. So every single decision-making process hasn't been that calculated it's been through my faith Mm. prayer and me promising myself that every single decision that i'm making every gig that i'm taking is going to be well i've sacrificed a lot i left that job i had no plan so now at this point i have nothing to lose because if i'm willing to you know sacrifice all of that i'm not going to you know take just anything i'm going to stay true to myself and that helped because now i know my why You know, when times are tough, I'm just like, this is my why. This is why I'm doing it. So my purpose is what really truly entrenches and holds everything together. Yeah.
0: Wow. And I love it because, I mean, for me, especially with with long hours and you're working and you start to doubt, Mm. when your why is concrete, when you know the thing that gives you life, even in those moments where you feel like I'm a little weak, it Mm -hmm. can really bolster you and allow you to keep going forward. Now... You are a thespian, yeah, um, and that means you are almost a, you're a shapeshifter. You know, you inhabit. Uh You inhabit uh, a body um, of of a person that you're going to essentially play. Mm. Um, And some people work, and clearly you do as well, but you also need to be in shape for specific Mm. roles. So how is it you approach that part of your life? Because some people find it quite daunting, um, (laughs) and we are all about wellness here. Uh, So Mm. how is it you get into a role, Mm. say a role that's coming up? Mm. What is it you do in terms of prep mentally?
1: So let's talk about current roles and roles that I've played in the past. I think, you know, the most interesting time in my life when I was doing three roles at the same time that were vastly different. Mm. And that's my role. I always take on roles that are, are different. Yeah. And that are never the oh, same. Oh no,
0: I know. She never plays the same role <laughs> yes. twice. Never. These are the <laughs> things you do when you look at people and you creepily watch <laughs> them. The Quote unquote. Never the same. <laughs>
1: But, um, you know, I was a 16-year-old yeah. Tswana girl, um, schoolgirl. I don't even speak tswana That was a personal <laughs> challenge. Wow. <Okay. laughs> yes. I was like, okay, okay let's go. Um, yeah, that's my Tawana. <laughs> I'm, I'm Zulu. So, yeah,
0: that sounds right. <laughs> anyway,
1: um, then I played a defense attorney on Diamond City. Who and then an American, Shakwisha, with a double A, um, who was a schizophrenic, mm. right? So in that space, and especially with that schizophrenic part, um, for me, wellness was crucial because mm. my coping mechanism, I had to adapt a new one with a war like that because it can get pretty dangerous. I, I go in with yeah. my roles. I'm, I become. I'm a sure. method actor. Sure. So my pre-prod when i am allowed a chance to do that is you know if i'm playing um i i i do um well i i, I did i was a muay thai fighter for about three years right so in that is i'm leaving out
0: because i feel like okay uh the, the ufc history is also gonna like come i never point.
1: competed um But in an instance like that, where I need to become a role, you know, my training is so crucial for me, whether it because it gives me that discipline. Um, so I train I that's the first thing whenever I'm about to take on a new role or I'm not I always feel like you're always training for a role you don't even know it's coming because at any point you get that email from your agent and you have to be yeah it's tomorrow so you speak things into existence yeah. you actually manifest them and for me the next role I want is an action one so I'm sure. I'm, 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 I'm currently in training um, my dream role which I am like that's already done Nina Simone you know yeah. I've been training to be here for such a long time you know i'm obsessed with her um i watch everything and also i'm living my life as raw as vulnerable and as authentic as possible to train to get into existence yeah to that so i i become and with roles like that like the schizophrenic one i i i went into it you know i researched it um i asked my friend's sister who is currently in an asylum and has that diagnosis and i was like you know i I started speaking to her um and you know she she gave me a true insight um as sensitive as as it was and you know i watched certain shows i studied it same with being a defense attorney you know i dug out all my old biz law books from business science i then had to research law because there's a script and you can have all this legal jargon but it's not going to be believable if you don't know what you're saying. Of understand course, how the law course, works. Um, you obviously watch body language, especially that. You know, you have to walk like a lawyer. You know, as soon as you're on set, you that's that's what you're doing, and you mm. have to look like you've been doing it for years. So, with the schizophrenic part, I I really went into it, and it 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 was difficult because there were times where the director and DOP would come to me the next day and say, "Are you okay?" And then I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, I had nightmares last night after those meltdown scenes, you know, because they're watching it. And I constantly had to check myself, you know. So an hour after I've wrapped, I would actually be in my car, put on praise and worship music so Mm -hmm. I can just escape. Um, My faith literally is my grounding. So that's always my go to. I would ask my mom to just give me an hour. Um, and my partner at the time also an hour and call me and my best friend and I was like just call me and then bring me back mm-hmm. because once you're talking to family they're like okay snap out of it now <laughs> like you know or that childhood <laughs> name that you always called your brother sisters yes, they're like yeah back. yeah it's like, it's and it pulls teeth, exactly back. it pulls you back <laughs> the accent as well and so forth so that's that's how you know I, I get back and of course therapy therapy helps me a great deal. Mm.
0: Mm. Listen. We don't have enough time on the show to ever really get into the really good stuff with guests. So I I try to get some quick fire stuff going on just so we can get a feel, a taste, get some of the hot tips to allow us to be better. For you, I've got two, two parts to this. First one already know find your why ground yourself that's what's going to pull you out especially mm. in your case deep roles when you really are in there have that structure that's going to be able to pull you out but mm. three things that you tell anybody on the streets if they want to be successful really want to make a go at it in mm. any kind of uh, field or career mm. what is it you would say are the three important things where's my camera on? Just, just, i'm talking to them There, hey. right there tell them at home all right Connect the dots. have a vision
1: Mm. have a vision as we said your why is your most important thing because when you have those times and it's hard to get out of bed we all have them remember what your vision is if you do not have a vision you do not know where you're going to go when you're going astray and your vision is there it will also take you back in second thing is know your personal dna all right so for me i like to call that no one is the same when God created us, He gave us different aspects. There's no one who is you. Find what that is. Find your magic and allow it to lead you. Yeah. Three is discipline, consistency. <laughs>
0: okay? That's my favorite. Every by single
1: way. person who is trying to get a great body. Um, if you're in great. school, just trying to be great. You yeah. know that the key thing is you need to be consistent. Mm. Whether you're not seeing a difference after a week or two, trust me, every single day of being consistent and 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 just working on whatever it is, your craft, whatever skill set you have, keep working at it. Keep getting better. You You can never be an expert. There's always room to grow. So be consistent. Devote yourself to what you want to achieve. And a little bit every day goes a long way.
0: And speaking of greatness, because yes. this is the last part, i ask everybody um, so I need sitting take my own next advice, to me so. uh, about greatness. Yes. Top three, greatest of all time. Um, in your case, I think we're going to go into a bit of a mesh kind of person who's been able to be a brand, who's been able to be a business, taking themselves kind of to that level where people know them as that iconic brand, even though okay. they do all these other things. Top three people for you. Whew. You can't think too long. It's just Nina, Simone. Nina Simone. I mean, Boom. what? I mean, that's obvious.
1: Um, <laughs> Elon Musk.
0: Elon Musk. Come Thank on, Pretoria.
1: Um, yes, and Diddy.
0: <laughs> Diddy. Mm. Why Diddy?
1: You know what? With Diddy, he he's he's a mogul. Uh huh. Um, and every single he is his own brand he lives it you can give him okay i'm not going to be i don't know if i'm allowed to say brands here but you can give him any single any any brand mm. you know endorsement and so forth and he will make it his own of course diddy in itself is a brand and that man has been able to rebrand himself from puff daddy who was just the, the, the hype man of Notorious B.I.G. Oh, you know, oh, you know no, 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 back in the day. Oh, bad that man that is such a remarkable um, marketer, such a remarkable mogul. He is so underestimated. I mean, if you just watch, uh, he used to have this reality show where he was his own apprentice and yeah, he was working yeah. for Diddy. Just really looking age, at how, man. yeah, r- looking at how he's been able to build himself up. And how he, you can hand him anything, but he, he he literally lives his own brand. And, you know, every brand throws it on him and it just, he did defies it, you know. Course, <laughs> and he, yeah, course. I just, for me, he, he, he's suave, he kills it. He knows what he's doing. He's found his personal DNA and... That's it, he allows it to lead.
0: I love it. I mean, granted, I would have added Dwayne The Rock Johnson because I think he's done amazing in this area of social media. But hey, to each their own yeah. Nambita, thank you so much for sitting down with thank me. You. A very, very busy human being, but she's given you guys just lines to connect those dots. If you guys are trying to aspire to be great, um, this is what you need to do. She's somebody who's on the move, on the rise. If you look at our IMDb page, she's doing the most. LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I do have LinkedIn. I didn't actually catch your LinkedIn, but I'm we pretty sure. You need to
1: invite sure... me and I need to accept
0: you. I'm, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do these technical LinkedIn things. But clearly she is somebody who is working on all fronts, improving herself as well. And this is all we want for you here at Med Shield Movement Connect show to be better. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. It's Dr. Fez.